Welcome, everybody, to the Building Aaronsburg podcast. I'm Thomas Aaronsburg. And I'm Catherine Aaronsburg. And this is our podcast. And what we're going to talk about on our podcast is a lot of stuff. We don't really know what we're doing. But that's kind of the, the point and the theme. Because we're starting a podcast now, and we don't know how to do it or what we're doing. But that's how we started our entire lives. We got married, didn't know what we were doing. That's right. We're just going to figure it out. Started having kids, didn't know what we were doing. Bought a house to renovate, didn't know what we were doing. I started a business, didn't know what I was doing. Are you sensing a theme? We have a theme. <laughs> the theme is we don't know. We are figuring it out. <laughs> We're faking it till we make it. That's right. And hopefully you guys will learn something along the way. Because we've been at it for how long have we been how long have we been married now? Fourteen years? How long have we been married? We got married in two thousand six. Yep. And this is twenty twenty. So that makes it fourteen years in December. That's so right. it feels like a lot longer than that. Almost 14 years. We're on lucky year number 13 right now. <laughs> 2020. Starting, starting our podcast. That's right. <laughs> yeah, starting our podcast. So uh, I think the way we're going to start this is we're just going to take y'all way back. Way back to the turn of the millennium. We're going to jump in the way back machine. And uh, kind of tell you where it all started. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time ago. Do you want to go all the way back to when we met? No, we're, we'll start. We need to do a real abbreviated. 14 years is a long time yeah. to get into a into yeah, the Wayback we'll Machine for. We'll just kind of jump into when we started kind of a lot of the stuff that we that we are going to talk about on this podcast. So um, what I have written in my notes here is we would start in the spring of 2006. We were both graduating college. We were both getting ready to graduate college. Because we were, we're the same age. We met in high school. We're both exactly the same age. Graduated the same year from the high school that we went to here in Mobile, Alabama. And we went to separate colleges. Thomas went to Spring Hill here in Mobile. And then I went to LSU to pursue my degree in landscape architecture. And for me to pursue my degree in secondary education and mathematics. <laughs> Clearly. like I'm a mathematician. <laughs> that's what my mom calls you, a mathematician. Definitely split brains as far as how our brains think, which I think has helped us so much yes. over the years, but we'll get to that. Yes. Um, so both went to different colleges, didn't date until the end of college. Right. And then once we started dating, it was like... It was just magic. Oh, you know? It was more like, <laughs> I've known you for a long time. This is either going to be really good or really bad. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And let's start a podcast and just see what happens. Let, <laughs> and then let's... It really is a theme with our life. Happens, you know? So... Then we got engaged right after college, like right after graduation. Right. You talked to my parents. They were like, this doesn't seem like a good idea. And then you immediately drove to my house and asked me to marry that you. That was part of the plan. <laughs> that was planned. Very few things that we do have planned. That was a plan. <laughs> Only when you're by yourself is there a plan. When I'm involved, I think things kind of go off the rails. But so then. It's, it's different when you're involved. I have a plan. You have a plan. Yeah. They're just a lot of times not the same plan. And we compromise because that's, right. that's what life is all about. So then we got married six months later. We got engaged probably in May or June. Right. Got married in December. Right. And then like a year, let's see, we got married when we were 23. And then. Well, let's back up a little because you missed, you missed kind of a critical piece there. In the spring of 2006, before we'd even graduated... You had already purchased a house. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I had worked my whole life up until that point 
mowing grass and babysitting and buying uh, in the South. You know, if you guys aren't from the South, you know, you, you probably don't know, but we love a smocked dress and a smocked outfit for a little girl and a little boy. And um, I would go to yard sales with my mom and I would buy smocked outfits for 25 cents a piece and then go go take them to the consignment store and basically flip them for like I'd make five bucks a piece or something off of them anyway things haven't changed much because you still do that I do on on the facebook.com I do <laughs> I do um but that being said all that money added up and I had this little nest egg when I graduated college I'd been working through college a little bit too and I wanted to buy a house I'd always dreamed of flipping houses so um, I had this boyfriend named Thomas who he was li- a stud. I remember he was so studly. <laughs> Total stud. He had a, the biggest hair I've ever seen. And he lived in Mobile. At that time, I didn't have my big hair. You didn't? Oh, yeah. You I'd shaved it by it. then. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm at LSU looking at houses. I guess on Zillow. Did Zillow exist in 2006? I don't, I don't know how you found it. I have no idea how I found this house, but I'm like vaguely familiar with Mobile. I think that we looked at some pretty terrible houses and some pretty yes. terrible you, places. You came in. You must have come in town a few times because I remember us going to a pretty rough part of town. Yes. And there was a house that had a hole in the floor, like a R.I.P. Jamal. Yes, on like painted a, on the wall. Pl- no, it was plywood. Someone had like broken out all the windows, and there was this big piece of plywood, and they had spray painted R.I.P. Jamal over the top of it. And I was like, "This place looks amazing." And my mom and you were like, "What are you?" <laughs> No. Do you know where we are right now? No, no, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. So anyway, all that being said, I was looking for a house. I was I was right. hunting. Now this is 2006. So as you guys probably know, there was a housing crash a coming. It was coming down. But we didn't know. The train track. We were getting ready to flip that thing. Oh yeah. We were gonna flip that bad boy. Some money. Yeah. Except that's not what happened. Cause we knew no I mean, what did we know? So I was getting approved for houses that were way beyond what I could have afforded. Well, because we didn't have jobs, right? We didn't have jobs. Point. Actually, I did have a job. I was... You did. You were already teaching. Before I graduated, I, had, I was teaching. But I was not, and I was the one getting the loan. Right. In my maiden name. And I remember they asked me if I had a job, and I said no, but I've been offered a job. And they're like, good enough. We'll give you $225,000. And I was like, "Mm, that seems like a little too much money for me to spend on a house when I don't even know if I have a job. And so I didn't take that money. I ended up buying a much less expensive house in a safe neighborhood, a good neighborhood. But the house flip, quote unquote flip, I got these air air quotes hit my microphone, going on, um, did not turn out the way that we wanted it to go. No, not at all. Okay, so that was 2006. Then after that, we started having the Bibis in yep. 2008. We had our first baby in 2008 and then had three more after that within six years. Yes, we did. It all happened had, very quickly. We had moved into a second house by that point and still owned the first one, which we are not cut out for. That was not it was not good, but certainly a learning well, experience. We thought that we would have that one sold pretty quick, though. But we didn't. We didn't. And then we got into a lease purchase. Oh, gosh. Don't do that. You guys, this is such a glazed over version of the ridiculousness. I mean, just like literally what we just talked about in that we didn't know what we were doing at any step of the way. May or may not thought have thought that we were smarter than anyone else around us. Didn't ask the right questions. Didn't ask. Well, we didn't know the questions to ask. I mean, I remember, I remember when I went and looked at the house with my grandfather because he was the only person that knew how to buy a house <laughs> in the whole group of people that we knew. <laughs> 
I bought that house sight unseen. I sent you and your grandpa. But the, the real estate agent told us not to offer any lower, like offer. Yeah. Well, offer it was, at the it was price. 2006. They probably weren't. Like that probably was, I don't know. I don't yeah, even I don't know how long ago the market. I mean, looking back, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, bought that house, had one baby, bought another house. Anyway, we thought that we were going to be some sort of real estate moguls, I think. Well, a teacher house, and a designer. The second house was a little different because it was so cheap. Yeah. It was less than $100,000. But people still thought we were nuts buying that house. And in retrospect, we probably were. Yeah. So anyway, bought multiple houses. Which is so funny looking back because neither of us are really... Risk takers. Like super risk takers. No. That was very risky. Yes. Don't know what we're... I honestly, no idea. I had that money from my you know, childhood on that little nest egg. And I just, it must have been burning a hole in my pocket. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> and so we started having children mm-hmm. and we had no idea what we were doing there either. No, but the one thing we did have going for us is that we are each from large families. Right. You're one of seven. I'm one of six. And uh, I think that helped us probably to rally around having a similar child rearing philosophy maybe probably i mean we were we were so raised, much silence in between me well, saying I mean, that we, we were raised agree. we were raised in very similar styles i mean your parents were the kind that were going to kick you out in the morning like go play go leave me alone i don't want to see you kind of thing and then well i think in general we're all we're all uh a wholesome of what our experiences are as humans so whatever whatever we decided as children you know growing up that we didn't want to do as parents or how we did want to raise our own kids based on how we were raised we decided we had kind of we agreed on a lot right so although we didn't have a plan necessarily we we agree maybe philosophically yeah on our parenting strategies right even though we really hadn't talked about them yeah a whole lot probably not a Probably would advise people to do that before they get married. It's probably a good thing to talk yes. about where you want to be with your kids and how many you want to have and if you want to have any and all that stuff. Okay, yeah. so anyway, we but had no, four we, children. We didn't talk about that, though. And it, we were forced to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Once it started happening. That's for sure. Like there was no stopping it. <laughs> we didn't know. <laughs> people would always come and ask us, Yeah. do you know what causes that? And we just didn't know. Oh, I... Look, every mom of multiple children knows how to the ultimate comeback snarky comment because you get it all the time. You you've got four kids in tow and you're exhausted and people stop and ask you, "Do you know what causes that?" And I would just say, "Yes, do you want me to tell you?" And then give them like one of these like side eye like <laughs> raise my eyebrows like, "Yeah, I do." I know things that you don't know. I do. Do you want me to tell you about it? And then they get real awkward. Well, you're going to be awkward to me. I'm going to be awkward to yeah, you. They started it. You did. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you did start it. So in the meantime, raising four babies. We're also renovating houses. I'm building a business. As soon as um, I had my first baby, um, I stopped working for an office, you know, professional landscape architect who had been working for for two years. And I decided that I could do plans and raise a baby and that was kind of your plan all along, though. You didn't, you didn't want to work for somebody in an office, nine to five. 
I mean, you know, the fact that we're talking about plan seems crazy because let's be honest, there was no plan, but I would definitely say that I knew in my deepest soul that staying in an office would probably kill me if I had to do that for the rest of my life. So having a baby was a bit of an escape out of the office. It was, it was a way for me to be like, all right, sorry guys, I'm having a baby. Right. But Get to stay I home. remember on several occasions, your boss, your former boss coming to you like, so, you need you need six weeks. You need <laughs> yeah, trying to get out of me yeah. if I was going to stay or not. <laughs> when, are you, when are you coming back? I know you said you're not coming back. And the but... whole time I was like, I ain't coming back. Like from the day I got pregnant, I was like, I ain't coming back here. This is not happening. Yeah, I think he thought you were going on maternity leave though, and and you're just leaving, and he didn't. Yeah, I don't know if he didn't want to believe it or or what, but it happened. So that's three of the four things. We we started, we got married, we were building our babies, our family, we're building our houses, mm-hmm. and then we're building our business. That's all four things. That's right. Building. All um, at the same time. Yep, all at the same time. Times were a lot harder then. They've cleared out, they've gotten a little, maybe not, maybe not easier, but different for sure over all this time. Well, I think a big part of it though is, is like kind of what we're saying even with this podcast. We didn't really know what we were doing. It sounded like a good idea when we to were doing it. To us, it did. Everybody else around us was like, you are nuts. Even now, I think people think we're a little nuts. What I would part say. of it? What part of it makes us look nuts? Uh, well, the four children, I don't know that will ever go away. Maybe when they're full adults, people won't think it's as nuts, maybe. But then also yeah, re- renovating a house while living in it, which we've done yes. every time. We've never renovated a house when we've moved in after it's been renovated we live through the renovation every time right. people think that there's, is nuts there's one actual that we did our first house that we never sold and we moved into our second house years later eight nine years later we still owned the house and the we first house finally yeah the first house we were coming around to sell it we went back in there and did some stuff and we all got lice do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Do you was remember that from the house? I remember you thinking we it was couldn't imagine from the house. We so. couldn't imagine how we... I remember we were on some sort of break. The kids had not been to school. You teach at a school. You had not been to school. Right. I wasn't around anybody. The only thing we had done was to renovate this rental house that we... You know, our first house we were renting and to sell. Yeah. And we all came out with lice. All the girls. Yeah, I remember us thinking it was fleas at first. That was our first round of lice. Well, I didn't know what it was. I'd never had, well, maybe when I was a kid I had lice. I don't even know. But our kids had never had them. Right. And I didn't know, like I was like, every Instagram video I put up on social media, I was itching my head. Yes, I remember that. And I felt like I was going nuts. And I thought that we'd been all been bitten by fleas because the, the person who moved out had a dog. And do you remember in our in our second house, we moved in and there was fleas yes, inside the house everywhere. and there was no one in the house. And so I, you know, I was putting two and two together and I thought, oh, we have fleas in this old rental house. As it turned out, I'm like driving the cart through Lowe's one day, picking up supplies with my baby. Well, she's a year old then, maybe two. I don't even remember what year that was in. But anyway. Yeah, maybe two. I see a full grown louse crawl out of her head and suddenly it all hit me at one time didn't it, like jump or something no or? it didn't jump it like crawled out of her head but i mean to have a, a louse actually crawl yeah. out of your head that's like a full-blown bad case and i just didn't like suddenly all the worlds collide i figured out what was going on and i immediately left the store and went to the pharmacy and got 
lice shampoo and like all the things. I like bought out the whole section of the store because I could not believe yeah. that we had been. I mean, I don't even know how long we'd had them at that point and how long I thought well, a flea bite only, would last. Only one person that didn't have it. It was you because you had a shaved head. Which makes me the official <laughs> lice doctor in the house. <laughs> Anytime, because that's, that's not the only time we've had lice in our house. I, I feel like we've had at least two times, oh maybe three. Gosh. And I have to sit there and comb through every, well, we shave the boy's head. Yeah. That's, that's easy. That takes care of half the problem. And I have to comb through all the girls' heads with that tiny comb, looking for eggs like a gorilla, <laughs> mama gorilla picking <laughs> through the... And one of our kids has some thick hair. And curly some of it, hair. Curly, yeah. thick, and some of it's blonde. She's got blonde highlights, yeah. and so you can't see them. Anyway, let's not talk about lice forever. Um, I don't even know what <laughs> what diverted me onto that. So we're, we're talking oh, about renovating now. Oh, because you were reno- we the were renovating we didn't it. Live in. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. I don't even count that. There was a it was a quick reno to try to sell it, which it did sell the second time. Or fifteenth time. I don't even know what number of time that yeah, was that we that put was, on the market. I mean, realistically, it's maybe like the fourth or fifth time. But it was ten years later. Yes, we sold it almost exactly ten years after we purchased it. Right. So we bought it in two thousand six. The exact same price. We sold it for the exact. Same. I was like, get it out of my life. Yeah. Get it out off the back of my brain. It was so stressful to have that thing, that house, just constantly on my brain. So I was, I was happy to sell it, for whatever price. Yeah, and get us back down to one house. One house, baby. Because we were looking to buy the one that we're currently in. Because we had another one on our mind. Yeah. Because we're crazy people. I mean, absolutely not so. Right. <laughs> okay, so back to what we were talking about. People thinking that we're crazy. Yeah. I think living through renovations and having, while you have four children. Right. And owning a business, it's a lot. People say, I don't know how but you do it. But individually, those things, I guess some of them sound crazy, but you, you, quitting your old job to start your own business that's not crazy no other than i mean i think they okay so i you, think they thought i was going to be a stay-at-home mom right i think that's how they and live it. off your off your sugar daddy teacher uh-huh. salary yep private school teacher salary yep and i make get it get it boy yeah so yeah yes that that seems a little crazy mm-hmm. i guess but we made it work because i wasn't making money in the beginning Heck, I'm no. not making money now. What are we even talking about? It takes a very long time to start making money in a business, which we'll talk about that more too. I want to talk about the all the things. But anyway, yeah. I think all of this is stemming from over all these years, people think we're nuts, but they also are curious and ask us an awful lot of questions about how we do it. How do we find the time? How do we include the kids? What do we do with the kids when we're doing renovations and when yeah. we're working? That's a big one. How do we make it work out? You know, um, where'd you learn all this stuff? Just a ton of questions. And so we're just normal people who took everything step by step. And, uh, now we're, now we can be a little freer with the podcast. I have so, I do so much social media in clips, but I don't think that it is able to really capture a story as well as a podcast can. Yeah, so. there's just, well, there's just a lot of detail that's, that gets left out. I mean, yeah. you do, you do a lot of social media. I don't do any. Yes, but you're you're, all, uh, you're all up in my social media, and right. let's be honest, everyone wants to hear more from you. They were like, would they my the people in my social media, which is like ninety percent women in the age, like, we've seen you, yeah, get move day. move Catherine, make way for weatherman Thomas, which we'll talk about too. Thomas is a junior meteorologist <laughs> with zero. Junior. Z- <laughs> oh, do you want to be full blown? <laughs> I don't know. I think the local meteorologist would be offended if we called you. 
a full-blown meteorologist. I'm but not you, certified. You're, there's no certification. There's definitely it's no just, paperwork. But it's you guesswork, just like what they're doing. Here's what happened, guys. I'm going to tell you the truth. Uh, hurricane is it Sally? Was, was it Sally that I mean, hit? Yes. Sally. This year. Yes. Okay. We've had a I very those things every year. Okay, but. that's true. We've had a very active hurricane season this year, and Thomas fancies himself a meteorologist because he's a football coach also, which we also haven't talked about. He's like, he does yeah. everything. He does all the things. And so before he'd go out to football practice, he was checking weather. And so he got interested. And once Thomas gets interested, he goes all in. I do. Always. All in. And so now you basically have your meteorology certificate. Not really, but you pretend like you do. And you predicted, I believe it was Hurricane Sally, was going to be way worse than everybody said it was going to be, and then it was, and then suddenly now you're like, you made one prediction correct. claim to fame, but I mean, that's just like any weatherman. Right, and now... You only have to be right once every (laughs) 10 or 15 days, (laughs) and then people are like, oh, that guy's good, I need to listen to him. Yeah, so now he's got this crazy following on my social media for weather updates from Thomas. I'm like, Thomas needs to get his own dang weather Instagram but the problem is that Thomas knows so much about so many different things he would have like 15 different Instagram and Facebook pages based on every different thing that you do so maybe you just need to start one or you can still just keep using mine it's just easier you already have the audience (laughs) and and really when it comes down to it it's a lot of work social media is a lot of work I don't even think about it I did all this yard work this past week I was filming all of it I didn't take a single picture I filmed all of it don't worry, boo. I got you. I know, but you weren't even there for some of it. Like okay. the before. You're totally calling me out on the fact that I was not there while you were I digging holes in the some yard. Of it, Cause here I was I was almost gonna say, you weren't even there for it. <laughs> and then I decided to say <laughs> you weren't even there for some of it. Then, I was there watching for some of it. Right. I went out to in, to you get went a, to the store <laughs> to get the, <laughs> the stuff we needed so that we could finish the job. <laughs> I was like, oh, you need anything else from the store? I'll be happy to go for you while you're digging those holes outside. Mm. Yeah. I have to say, I did stick a shovel in the ground a couple times. And I was like, this is not working. This job sucks. This so really stinks. <laughs> Let me get Thomas to do it. Which is where, you know, when we started, before we had kids, which there wasn't that much time between, but when we were renovating a house and it was just you and me, it was all hands on deck. Oh, I was yeah. definitely doing the work with yes. you. And so I've learned so much from doing and of course from watching you too and i think now probably after the kids now that our kids are older and like i was keeping kids out of your hair for years basically you know that's actually something that just came back to me i remember working on that first house and all the plumbing you helped with flooring you helped with by the way you guys i taught him how to do plumbing because my dad taught me how to do plumbing i did not come into this relationship with zero construction knowledge I have lots of skills that pay zero bills, as I say, but... But they save you from having to pay bills. That's true. How many plumbers have we had to hire? Zero. So no, one had to did. snake something. Yeah, we had one. to snake something <laughs> We moved here. Anyway. Um, but what I was going to say was, I remember when we started, when we didn't have any kids, you and I did everything. Yeah. And I would say... It was probably close to 50-50. I mean, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was figuring it out. And you Here's were the thing, though. It out too. At that time, we weren't doing, we were painting things and we were badly laying flooring and we right. were doing things that we were. We took a wall out, a load bearing wall. Yeah, we did. That was a big deal. 
But I would say in general, we were doing much smaller construction projects than what we've gotten ourselves into now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you've put in doors now full that there were no doors, removing fireplaces, like big, big stuff that right. certainly would not have been something that we could have tackled when we were, well, we w- we probably would have because we were so dumb back then. We would have tackled anything. We were fearless from day one, which right. was so dumb. So. To finish my thought, though, because you keep interrupting. I'm so sorry is when we started having kids, I remember thinking like, well, great, now I got to do this all myself. <laughs> not, I mean, not like, great, she's going to abandon me. No, but I remember <laughs> like there would be a lot of times where something needed to be done. And I remember thinking like, well, I'll do this part of it. And if she does that part of it, it'll get done in like a day or two. And then like a day or two passes and I'm pretty much done with my part. And you hadn't even started what I thought was going to be your part. Yeah. Because you're trying to keep the kids out of my hair while I'm working because I've got nails and hammers and drills and everything else out. I remember always cleaning up after you too. Like I couldn't, I couldn't handle for Like the floors had to be clean because there's kids crawling around and right. stuff. So you were the demo crew and then I was kind of the cleanup crew for a while. That was my role. And then I would say now we've, we've really moved more toward, I'm the, like the visionary designer and I come to you with the ideas. We discuss them. And then you figure out how to make them work. But there's still always that back and forth into the construction to make sure. Because, you know, you are a math brain, which is what, left side of your brain? And I'm right? Or you're right and I'm left? I think think left. I don't know. Whatever. We're opposite sides of the brain. So when I explain things, your brain sees them a certain way. Well, if you're too general, which a lot of times (laughs) you are. (laughs) That's because I think that you can see into my head. After all these years, I still haven't figured out. Yeah, Mine goes straight to the what's practical what's going to be easy and what's going to be done quickly, I guess, or cheap. And that's not where you're coming from. You're coming from the complete opposite direction. I don't care how much it costs. That's not true. Oh, what it looks like. True. Yeah, You have a very specific vision for what it looks like, whereas I'm just like, what's going to make this work quickly Yeah. and be functional? Anyway, there's been lots of, of times where we've I've designed it one way. I mean, the, the, the shining star example is always going to be that fireplace, fireplace at our second house. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When I, we had an old fireplace that didn't work in this old house. This house was built in 1925 or something. And this old fireplace, it was originally a coal fireplace and someone had moved it to a wood burning and then a f- gas. I don't know. Basically when we moved into the house, there was a gas leak somewhere in the house and I decided to cut it all off. So this fireplace did not work. And we decided, um, to cover the facade of the fireplace rather than to take it out because I thought someone in the future, like let's preserve it. Let's not take it out. That seems silly. Right. Someone else may want to fix it someday. So let's just board it over with, as they say now, shiplap, which I didn't know that term back then. It Horizontal was, it wood was boarding. Scraps of wood. It was scraps of wood. <laughs> we had taken out of another room. Yeah. So we put those up, painted them, you know, like a creamy kind of color, whatever. But we wanted to hang off our... Off-white. Off-white. That's a different story for a different day. And um, anyway, so... We boarded it all up, and then we are going to put a TV there. And I envisioned shiplap going all the way around this thing and just mounting the TV onto the front of it. Thomas somehow envisioned that he was going to cut a hole in the shiplap to and sur- recess the TV. And recess the 25-inch TV. It was, which a, was like a 32. I don't think it was. I think it was like a 26-inch TV. Anyway, I see it sometimes. It looks like <laughs> if you've ever seen Michael Scott, like The Office... <laughs> seen the michael scott tv it looked like that yeah anyway it doesn't matter just the fact that we definitely had two different visions and i saw him cutting 
the shiplap and I thought, what on earth is he doing? Clear, like, and that should have taught me from then. That's been probably 10 years ago. And somehow no, it was more recently still it was more recent than that still, probably it was I one of i mean that, that room was probably one of the last things we did no, i would say it's about halfway into what we were doing man we learned so much stuff at that house between i mean we did everything yeah we shored up the foundation put new joists in or stringer what do they call them uh stringers stringers yeah joists i don't know they put two sills sills that's what i'm thinking of Yes. And then they had to run some I think they may have put a few new joists. few new columns too. Anyway, that yes, being that, that we did flooring, we did tile, electrical, um, electrical, plumbing, plumbing, roof, uh it, um insulation in the attic. Yep. We did everything in that house. Windows. Windows. Kitchen a full kitchen reno. Um I mean, really, you there's, built there's probably nothing. I built that shed. You from built nothing. that shed it from was nothing. A slab of concrete. Yes. And it's now a shed. So. Yes. You built a building. So, anyway, that's what we're going to be talking about on Building Aaronsburg. If you'd like to watch us and not just listen to us, you could watch us on YouTube. Um, and be sure to like and comment and subscribe. Yep. We're uh, Building Aaronsburg on Facebook, we're Building Aaronsburg on Instagram. And we're building Aaronsburg at gmail.com. If you want to email us questions, comments, or even stories about your construction process, I would love to hear some construction stories. I would love stories. to hear some too. <laughs> I'm sure there's some good ones out there. But until next time, bye y'all. Bye y'all. You cut all that out, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I am now, but you're still super quiet. Let me turn you up some more. Go. Hello. Now you're close. You're almost on my level. It's showing up really good. When oh, I start went. popping my peas in, take my teas, and it's not going to be too good. It's going to be too close, and it's going to be too loud, and you're not going to like Try it. Try turning. You see how your mic is turned like that? Ooh, I feel like Mariah Carey. Yes. <gasps>